The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. All ideas expressed are opinions and property of host Dr. Dory Lynn or the Center for Relationships, Sexuality, and Spirituality, LLC. It's time for Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit. Your host is Dr. Dory Lynn. Age and experience are an asset, and Dr. Dory has put together experience, stories, some great guests, and connections with you front and center for a fun-filled adventure. We invite your participation as well. Now, here is Dr. Dory Lynn. This is Dr. Dory Lynn. Welcome to Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit. I thought I would start, since this was our initial program, telling you a little bit about why I named the show Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, and Spirit, and why I wanted to do the show to begin with. First of all, I think there is nothing in life, nothing as important as love, sex, spirit, done mindfully. Yes, there's finances and there's politics, but we're not going to deal with either of those on this show. Each show will deal with some portion of what the title refers to. And we're going to try and do it mindfully with humor, with a little bit of maybe risque humor sometimes, some wisdom, and uh, some guests. I decided that I was going to retire. I'm turning 78. And I said, well, after all, I'm going to retire. Well, that seemed after a while the silliest concept I had had in a very long time. I came back and instead of retiring, I refired. And that's how I think of it. I think Originally, I thought I was a failed retiree. Now I just say I needed a sabbatical. I also think that I am very, not think, I am very tired of everybody being anti-aging and people saying things like 60 is the new 40 or 80 is the new 60. It is not. We are the pioneers we used to think. We are the pioneers we used to seek. But this is not a program for older people. This is a show for intergenerational talk, sharing, questions. I was very disturbed by some things that I had learned. For example, people my age were having more sex than young people. This has never happened before in the history of America, to our knowledge. People who were younger all were telling me they had AHDH and ADH and every other diagnosis imaginable. Now, I'm a psychologist trained 40 years ago, very well trained, 39 years of schooling. I listened to these people, and I didn't think they had any of these diseases, these mental illnesses, nor did they deserve to be on pills, and I say deserve. In our fast-changing world, and it is a very fast-changing world, no one slows down enough to take a breath. So why wouldn't everybody be on overdrive and be on pills? We have become a pill-pushing society, when in my view, we don't need to most of the time. I've lived all over the world. I've been in about 80 countries. I've lived in the East, such as in Asia and India. I've seen a lot of life. Not everyone is out to be first in the slow race or to win immediately. So I decided that at almost 78, I would share what I think I've gained as wisdom, listen to young people, and just as a point in fact, I want to introduce you to my 
audiovisual guy who's in his 30s, and his name is Chip. Chip, would you just say hi? Hello. And Chip is here. We've had many conversations. We've often laughed. We don't agree on many things, but we talk. So this is a a conversation for everyone and an opportunity for you to call in at one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 one and ask the questions you've never asked or you may have been afraid to ask. Today we're going to talk about sex and the reason I chose sex is my first guest is an expert. Now what makes her an expert? I just found out my guest has not arrived yet. She's not called back so we'll just move on. Uh, but uh, I did, so we'll leave, leave her go for a while and she'll be back. But I want you to go back to what I was saying about elders are living longer and healthier lives. Younger people are more isolated than ever. And a lot of it is due to the rapid rise of technology, social isolation, and other factors They are having less sex, know less about love, have increased loneliness, suicide, rage, violence, and their spirits are often shattered. Our world is in chaos. I've seen it. I know it. In Japan, a large percentage of people under 40 actually have sex and have relationships with robots. Is this the direction the USA is now going? We are, um, are we going to follow Japan? Are we turning into robots? From my vantage point, there is nothing that substitutes for human connection. Technology has given us many advantages, but it has also given us many disadvantages. The chaos of the cities, And I am a city woman, now moved to the country. I've lived in both places. I do understand the difference. And by the way, I have been a practicing psychologist for over 40 years. I'm now a life coach and psychotherapist. Uh, I was head of a training institute. I've done a lot of media. You can find me all over YouTube and uh, the web, and you can find me at drdari.com. And Dari has two R's and two E's. Most people manage to ignore the other R. So I wanted this show to be your guide, the guide you have sought to explore to change how you think and act about the life issues that matter to you. And they all have to do with love, sex, spirit, however you want to frame it or phrase it. Almost no personal subject is ignored. And I will try to answer seriously, presented with a touch of humor, and grab you where you've always wanted to be touched. I've traveled personally, internally, and externally to parts often unknown. So I do know something about where you may wish to go, but not know how to get there. Join me. Call me. We're waiting for you. 1-888-346-9141. I will put in a plug and say that I've written three books, and they're very different. The first one is called Getting Sane Without Going Crazy. It catapulted me to fame. It is not the book I recommend. It was a book I didn't know how to write yet. The title, though, was a great title, and uh, that's how I started writing. The next book was on caregiving, and it was called When the Man You Love is Ill. It really should be When the Person You Love is Ill. And it's a very different kind of book. It's about 
how to take care of yourself and how to take care of the person you love. I wrote it when the AIDS epidemic started and when gays and homosexuals primarily were the leaders in health care and caring for others. And uh, I regret the title. I lost the battle with my publisher. It was Avalon at the time. And I will never lose again. The next book, I was doing uh, media for AARP, the American Association for Retired People, which was the name then. It no longer is because it's now 45 and older, and many of us are not retired. And that was called Sex for Grownups. And here I reveal the truths, lies, and must-tries for great sex after 50. But in truth, it's a great book for anyone at any age. Let me tell you a little bit about the table of contents because they're just fun titles. One is called, You're Still Rocking, and We Don't Mean in a Chair. Sex is More Than Procreation. Then I have a chapter for women on menopause, male menopause, which does exist. What happens between the sheets from birth to a hundred and more, and then what happens when your relationship breaks up or doesn't go anywhere or you're ready for divorce. And the divorce rate, as I understand it now, is 52%. That's if you bother getting married. So I call that, oh no, where did my lover go? Then there's a chapter called Dating After 50. And for all of you who are fearful daters, shy daters, insecure daters at any age, uh, there are plenty of fish in the sea. And there is someone out there for you. In fact, I have a client right now who's a young man who's a graduate student And we're working on getting him out and dating. It's a really fun experience. We both laugh a lot. And by the way, I see him on Skype. So if you want to be in contact with me and you want coaching or uh, relationship work, you can always contact me at Skype, dr.d-o-r-r-e-e dot Lynn, L-Y-N-N, my real name, two N's and two R's and two E's. And uh, uh, I will certainly respond. Also go to drdore.com and you'll see the hundreds of articles I've written and maybe something will interest you. There's also a chapter called Illness Schmillness. What if you're no longer an acrobat, which deals with sexual positions very explicitly as you're older. And then there's the great joyride. There's something for everyone. And we talk about vibrators, sexual health aids, the need for condoms, the need for sex education, and the need for education altogether. So this is cross-generational, although that book was specifically for people who many people think are no longer active in bed. One of the wonderful things about a sexual activity, about sex, is it keeps you healthy. I was going to say keeps you healthy, wealthy, and wise. If you are having sex, and you're having orgasms, you, uh, your happy hormones actually are activated. And that's whether you are by yourself or with a partner, although sex with a loving partner is ideal. Your happy hormones keep you happy. Well, if you're happy and you're alive and vital, you're not depressed, you're not suicidal, and you certainly don't want to go to war.
So we have a break shortly. Is there anyone out there who has a quick call? If not, I'll just say this is Dr. Dore at Mindful Manners, Mindful Matters, that's with a T. And I'll end this section with a reminder. Life is too complex to do alone. Reach out. Community keeps you alive. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Dory Lynn's latest book, Sex for Grownups, reveals the truths, lies, and must-tries for great sex after 50. Now published by Simon & Schuster, this book shows that no matter the age, sex can be a wonderful experience, but there are efforts that need to be taken. Read the book, try some of the suggestions, and live a happier life with better sex. Right now, for a limited time, mention Voice America and get 20% off the book when you email Dr. Dory at drdory.com. That's D-R-D-O-R-R-E-E at drdory.com. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, speak with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit, with Dr. Dory Lynn. We want to hear from you today at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to drdory at drdory.com. Now, back to Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit. Welcome back to Mindful Manners, Matters. I not a big person on manners, so it's T-T-E-R-S. And uh, it is love, sex, and spirit, the qualities that I think are important in life. Not money, not politics, not what you've had for breakfast, but the important things that touch your soul. Today, as my guest, and I chose my guest as my very first guest because she is someone who is ages who has aged with zest, and uh, I believe in aging with zest. Her name is Dr. Judith Logue. She is a practicing psycho- psycho- psychotherapist supervising, training, and teaching psychoanalysts, and an experienced relationship life and business coach. She has treated most life issues and psychological conditions. We'll give her a plug for her various websites in a little bit. And she practices psychotherapy. Her her orientation is integrative with an emphasis on understanding, insight, and finding solutions. However... 
That's not why I chose Dr. Judy as my first guest. I chose her because, one, she is an age mate who lives with Zest. Secondly, we have recently reunited in a very interesting way. About a zillion years ago, Dr. Logue and I were one of the very few women trained in what was then an almost all-male field. Did you know that psychotherapy, medicine, and psychoanalysis and almost all helping professions were all male? I was one of two women in my graduate school. It was tough to get into. And Dr. Judy and I were in training together, and we sort of found each other accidentally, or as her husband Dr. Doug, who is an MD, is very fond of saying, it was a God thing. Well, you take your pick. I like to think of synchronicity, and I believe sometimes that much happens beyond our understanding. Whether you believe it's God, meant to be, accidental, I do believe that Judy and I were meant to be, and that energy is connected. We discovered that though we didn't always agree, very much of what we had grown to believe was similar. We were both pilots, adventurers, and believed that life had to be lived fully and intergenerationally. Now, Judy asked me to say one thing specifically. She said, she believes, let your dreams take flight is among her many mantras. Doing our dreams that are reasonable and not high risk and destructive, <coughs> excuse me, keeps us happier and healthier. What was Dr. Judith most proud of to talk about in this show? Not her life, not her kids, not her work, and not all the papers and committees she's given or been on. She can tell you more about that. I'm going to tell you what she was most proud of. She wanted to be sure we all knew that she can fly airplanes and manage to solo twice in 2014 on a windy day here on my airport community's runway, which is in, I think, Port St. Lucie, Florida, if I remember, at the age of 72, or just shy of 72. And she also wanted us to know, as a matter of safety, sanity, fidelity, and sexual orientation. She did not have sex in the airplane or with her instructor, Shirley. Welcome, Dr. Judith Logue. Thank you, Dory. It's a pleasure to be invited on the call. I'm very happy to be here and to be useful and helpful in any way I can. Well, I would... um, I wanted to give you that special introduction because I know how much it mattered to you, as it matters to me, to have finally flown at 72, and uh, your life is far from over, correct? Would you tell us a little bit about your life? Actually, I've been um, taking lessons since 1988, (laughs) so soloing after uh, surviving a uh, deadly aggressive cancer in 2008 that almost kicked me to the curb was really uh, quite an accomplishment. Um, I I would say, though, that I am also very um, happy that I have a daughter and two wonderful grandchildren, and I'm very proud of them, too, though I'm not sure I can take that much credit for it. You've had a very full life, I know that, and I know that you are very well known in the field. Would you tell us something about what you do do in addition to what I've introduced you as doing and uh, some of the things that make you unique in your view? Please don't be bashful, and then we can talk about our views on sex because we both think we know quite a bit. And if I can say, Dr. Judy, I'm just going to call you Judy, we've both been married more than once. We've lived long and full lives. Not all of our knowledge is book knowledge. I'm telling on you. That's correct. correct. Um, Let's see. 
at the present time, I do a I do a fair amount of uh, short-term coaching in as part of my Goldilocks D O L D I L O X company because I like things just right. And I also do some therapy short-term and long-term here in my office in St. Lucie County, which is about 10 miles west of Fort Pierce, Florida. Fort Pierce is on the East Coast, Central Florida. But this is a very unique community I live in. Everyone, there are 55 homes and everyone has a hangar in the backyard with an airplane and some people have two. So when I moved... I think that's like what John Travolta has... Well, it's very different from John Travolta's community because they have villas and tennis courts and community centers, and it's a much more um, developed and large community. This is a rather modest, small, private one, and the people here tend to be very private and don't want a lot of attention or um, uh, public uh, notice, if you will. And... It's, they it's just all love to fly. Movie. I'm sorry. Say again. I'm. I said they just all love to fly. That's what bonds them. Yes, that that's what brings us together. But for 35 years before I was here, I moved here in 2012, the weekend of Hurricane Sandy. I was in Princeton, New Jersey, and had a full practice there, and did supervision and consultation and teaching. And it was a very different life from moving to Florida. And the adapting to the change has been quite difficult at times and quite an accomplishment, especially in my 70s. And I've been meeting very different people, very unusual people, and very different from the Northeast community, which is a very Northeast-educated Princeton University uh, environment to rural Florida because this is very rural. You go out of my community and I drive two miles past horses and cattle and palm trees to the main, to the main road and then I go 25 miles to get groceries. So it's, you have to be able to drive or have someone drive you. So it's a completely different life. It's very interesting. And when I moved here, my women friends were very concerned that I was moving here for my husband. And, and I said, no. I said, I'm moving here for me, but you can bet your bottom dollar, if I don't like it, I will be back <laughs> with or without him. But it well, turned out unexpectedly and with great happy surprise, I really like it here. So I One of the helpful. things, can I, I'm interrupting for a minute. One of the things we share... I'm done. I'm I'm actually done answering your question. Okay. You're never done. You always have something to say. But you said something before that made me smile, and I also wanted to share something about my own life, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about sex. Uh, I was New York City, Manhattan, born and raised, raised my family and my career in Georgetown, Washington, D.C., two very sophisticated places. Three years ago, I came to Charleston, South Carolina. I hadn't liked Charleston very much. I'd been here before. It was a little bit too slow for my New York DNA. Uh, I happen to have an interracial family from 40 years ago. I have adopted children from India. It was not a very user-friendly area for an interracial family. So I came here for Spoleto Festival. Four hours later, I called my children and said, I'm moving. And my youngest, who was then in her 30s, said, Mom, do you think you should go into therapy? Do you know what you're doing? And I have never looked back. So, and I didn't know a soul when I moved here. So we both have made major life changes in our 70s. And I too have learned to embrace very different points of view, wonderfully diverse people, people who are different politically, religiously, and um It's a wonderful, wonderful life experience. 
I think it's all how one mindfully views the matter. The other thing I wanted to share with you when you said you like things right is I used to say that I had a three bear rule. Nothing too big, nothing too small. It sort of had to fit just right. Well, certainly in my move, it didn't fit just right in the beginning. It was a very complex and challenging move, but I made it. I love it. I'm living with a wonderful, uh, significant other. I'm told not to use partner because it sounds as if I'm in a same-sex relationship. I hadn't thought about that. So I have to say I am have a significant other who I met here. And I don't think we would have ever met had I stayed in a city environment. So we share a lot, Judy. And I also have gone back to work, just as you have. Uh, so we are, I think, people who have lived life with zest, not always easily. We both had life health crisis. And I do think that as elders... Part of our responsibility, and I really think of it as a responsibility, is to help mentor people who are younger than we are, as well as to learn from people who are younger than we are. We have learned a lot. We see life differently. I certainly see life differently than when I was younger. And uh, I also continually learn from all the wonderful people who are helping me with this show and who I do yoga with. I've been a yoga addict for 40 years and a vegetarian who cheats. And I will say, I think both things uh, have helped me live a healthier life than I might have otherwise. So those are some things we share. By the way, if you have any questions, please call one 888 346-9141, or of course you can send an email to Dr. Dari at drdari.com or drdari.com, the website. Judy, what else would you like to say yeah. before we maybe talk about sex? I can't think of a thing. Well, why did we both think that we could answer some questions that people might want to ask but have been afraid or didn't know where to ask? What do you think? I have been interested in sex since I was a little girl. I have talked about sex. I have had sex since I was older, and I like sex. I like healthy sex. I like good sex. I like respectable. I like sex with respect and affection and care and responsibility. That's very important to me. Honesty is very important to me. And I think that it's hard sometimes for people to be honest with each other when it comes to sex because of shame, guilt, and because sometimes the reactions are harmful and hurtful. So people have been traumatized and harmed and hurt when they are honest. So learn how not to be honest. So there's a lot involved with sex. It's not just sex. It's relationship. It's all kinds of things. It's communication, not always mm-hmm. verbal communication, but uh, demonstrative communication and educating your partner. Let's go. We have a break coming up. I'd like to talk about that some and some of my views, I don't know if you agree or not, about uh, our new Me Too movement, which I'm quite ambivalent about. And uh, I don't want to open it up too much yet because we do have a break. But uh, I want to talk about that and about why it's so hard to love because it is I w- I hard like to, to love. Another thing to mind was when we used to do, do um, 
sex education at Rutgers Medical School back in the 70s, we used to say the sexiest part of your body is your brain. I agree. And I wonder what... I would, I would change it nowadays because of the overemphasis on the brain and the underemphasis on the mind. So I might say today the sexiest part of your body is your mind because nowadays we have gotten um, a bit robotic and forgotten to some extent about feelings and emotions with an emphasis on thinking and doing and the brain rather than the mind and not integrating them. So that's a, uh, a thing that's very important today. It's a wonderful point. Let's go back to that and start there and start with maybe the fear of love and the integration of sex and love when we come back. We are ready for a break. And uh, please stay on the phone and come back when, when we have our break. Dr. Judith Logue. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Dory Lynn's latest book, Sex for Grown-Ups, reveals the truths, lies, and must-tries for great sex after 50. Now published by Simon & Schuster, this book shows that no matter the age, sex can be a wonderful experience, but there are efforts that need to be taken. Read the book, try some of the suggestions, and live a happier life with better sex. Right now, for a limited time, mention Voice America and get 20% off the book when you email Dr. Dory at drdory.com. That's D-R-D-O-R-R-E-E at drdory.com. You are listening to Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit with Dr. Dory Lynn. We want to hear from you today at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to drdory at drdory.com. Now back to Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit. Welcome back. This is Dr. Dory Lynn at Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit, with my guest, Dr. Judith Logue. Hi there, Judith. Hi there, Dory. Hi there. I love having you as my first guest. I explained why you were my first guest. And um, my audio guy just said he loved the line about not having sex in the airplane. He thought that was really cool. Thank you, Judy. Uh, We were talking about uh, two things, really, about how we used to think the brain was the sexiest part of of sex, and now it's the mind because we've gotten so brainiac, techno, you know, robotic that it's hard to differentiate between brain and mind and soul. And the other thing I wanted to mention, which I did at the the um, end, was some of my views on the Me Too movement. Do you have a preference about where we start, Judith? No, I don't. I'd rather you start and tell what you think and feel. 
Well, I'm going to start with, even though this is on sex, it's very related to the Me Too movement. Uh, last week, I saw the opera Salome Strauss, based on Oscar Wilde. It's an opera that was written in 1905, or at least performed in 1905. And it's a very classical opera, very famous, very traditional. It was done wonderfully, I thought, in a very modern way, uh, where Salome, Salome, however you want to suggest her name, uh, was very seductive. Of course, she has the dance of the seven veils, and um, she gets what she wants by using sex. And it made me think again that my generation, and I believe your generation, were people who were brave and fought and spoke out for women's rights, and not politically, but gender equality. It was an era of Gloria Steinem, which many young people may not know, and we fought very hard for gender equality. And one of the things that troubles me about the Me Too movement is one, we're such a knee-jerk, quick fix, fast society that I think two things are happening as backlash, two very important things. While the movement is important and I am for the movement, but I am concerned. Not everyone is a Harvey Weinstein and not everyone not every man deserves to be vilified because he whistled or touched or did something 20 or 30 years ago when it was perfectly appropriate within the context of society. So I'm pro-men's rights here as well as women's rights. The other thing that disturbs me is, from my point of view, sex is here to stay. The only country that I know that has tried to be gender equal and has been somewhat successful is Finland. But we, uh, in some ways, are going backwards. Women are more passive and more blaming than they were, I think, when I was growing up. And from my view, they should be... Power, true power, has never been gained by putting down another country, another sex. Putting down men is not the way to gain equal power. We are equal human beings with different skills. Sex has always been used, and all we have to do is look at great literature, Shakespeare, opera, Salome, um, theater, all art depicts sex. What are we going to do? Start eliminating books and become a totalitarian society? I'm troubled by these questions, and I'm troubled by the number of men who have been unnecessarily hurt uh, or uh, dismissed without knowing their side of the story. So there are there is a difference between genuine uh, abuse, and by what we are now terming everybody is wrong. What do you think, Dr. Judy? Oh, I agree with you. I am on the board uh, of the American Psychological Association, Division 51, which is men and masculinities, and I'm uh, representative of the women's slate. We had our first woman president. Uh, before this president, and uh, it's very important. Gender equality and the trashing of men has been a real problem, and we are working in the media and everywhere to promote positive manhood. So I I do agree with you. We, We have gone backwards in many ways. I was a medical feminist in 1969, and I really expected progress 
and we have gone backwards in ways that I could never have imagined. It, it's frightening. It's, it is frightening. I wonder what young people would say to us today, I wonder if they think we're old fogies and out of touch with reality. If you have an opinion, it's one 346 9141 1-888-346-9141. I do think sex is here to stay. And what we really need is education and We need to help women know they are sexual beings who have a right to say no. And we need men to know what being a real man is about, which includes respect for all people, especially women. And uh, this is not the society that I see today. I also think, and this is not a political statement, I think if women are going to be passive, they run the risk of losing the right for abortion. And the minute somebody has a right to tell another person what to do with their body, they're in trouble. How would a man feel if a woman decided what he should do with his penis? Do you think he'd accept that very easily? I don't. Dory, I there's a problem I see with regard to how the issues have been framed that are part of the problem to me. There are many people whom I know who believe that cessation of pregnancy, which is my preferred word, or abortion is murder. And there are many people who have, who I know, who have died or been permanent, made permanently sterile because of botched illegal abortions. And to me, it really, the mantra or the, or the branding should really be medical privacy. And that way, women, a woman and uh, her significant other or husband or partner, whatever gender or sexual orientation, can make the decision it's a medical decision because sometimes the life of the mother has to come first and sometimes the life of the unborn child has to come first. But when you get the government involved, it's crazy because you're, you're legislating things for people who, who need the right to decide. So if we're saying that abortion is legal... You've got a lot of people who think that they are being forced to have abortions, which they're not, and vice versa. If you have no abortion, then there's no choice. It's incorrect, in my opinion, and it doesn't go back to the Constitution properly. There should be separation of church and state, and there should be um, medical privacy. And it's both political and moral to me. So I know you don't want to of politics, but there's morality here, too. And it would seem to me that for someone who believes in God and is deeply spiritual and religious, that with medical privacy, then the doctor is working through God, and you're having um, a decision made by people individually. So that's my stance on it. So I think it's, I, I think it's both a problem for the the liberals and the conservatives, and that we're barking up the wrong trees. I really like your expansion of the idea, and uh, I actually couldn't agree more. And uh, I recently read uh, something that really struck me. I, too, grew up, as I know you did, when the only people who had abortions were those who could afford them or who had them in back rooms. And I know many people who died. Uh, So it's not, it is a moral issue. And it's, of course, a religious issue, but it's a religious issue between you and your, your maker. It's not one to be ruled on. There is a constitutional difference between 
church and state. Um, so I thank you for that. And we haven't talked about all the other genders involved, but just in, in, in that. Uh, but what w- someone said recently was what would happen is if Roe versus Wade were overturned, rich women would still be able to get abortions. Poor women would suffer and we would have quite a few uh perhaps unwanted children, and nobody wants that. So thank you for your your input. I I agree with you on that. Um, It is a moral issue, and it's a moral issue for, I like your phrasing it, between you, your partner, and your physician. Uh, The government does not belong in your bedroom or in your body. And... I guess that's a moral stance, not a political stance. We only have a minute before we have to close. So I'm going to just say, this is Dr. Dari Lynn talking to Dr. Judith Loglu. Judy, uh, give at least one website where they can find you. www.judithlogue.com or www.goldilocks.com or my aviation website, www.shairing.com. That's sharing as if you're going into the air, right? Um, yes. And I'll, I'll write that up. At, thank you. I'll write that up at drdari.com. This is the end of our first segment, of our first show, really, not segment. This is Dr. Dari. Uh, with my guest, Dr. Judith Loeb, and we're talking about mindful matters, love, sex, spirit. Today we did a little bit about sex, next time possibly more about love. And I'd like to close with reminding everyone that life is too complex to do alone. Reach out. We all need community. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our show. Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be sure to join Dr. Dory Lane for another exciting show next week.